Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 6, Episode 12, titled, This Is Our Country. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two irreverent co-hosts. First, from Bloody Podcast, please say... And they see laziness, undisciplined, insecurity, <laughs> a morbidly obese loser. Oh, my God. To... <laughs> To Lori Rockenkamp. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Eureka Thumb is back. A queen lives and leads. <laughs> <laughs> and from show business, please say. This is the truth. You are my daughter. <laughs> to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. Hello, my babies. Happy finale. Happy finale. Uh, Happy finale. Happy Happy finale. finale. Uh, I feel like we've been doing this for 27 years and also for two days. Actually, same. (laughs) Yeah, it is weird how time has worked during this era in that, like, time flies and yet crawls at the same time. Magic. Very bizarre. Because, like, I was thinking the other day, like... Because my my nieces are going back to school. And I'm like, didn't they just get out of school? Like, it seemed like the summer flew by. Yeah. Yeah, this one student in my class goes, when's school over with? And I go, I'm right there with you, bud. (laughs) Also, we've literally just started. So, best of luck. First whole week. But I, I I feel where you're coming from. Oh, by the way, Lori called me. I was so angry with her last night. She called me with this killer joke. And I go... Why did you call me with that? Why didn't you save it for the show? Do you want to do the joke, Lori? Uh, I actually was like, oh, I probably shouldn't talk about oh, my Oh, you're students. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You know, you know what? Off the air, tell the joke. In fact, this is a very good segue into we have a bunch of show business to talk about. First okay. of all, um, a new feature that a lot of people don't know about. So I'm announcing on everywhere. And it's not just for Patreon supporters, for everybody. There's a free 24-hour non-stop random feed of old Afterthought media shows that you can listen to for free on your phone, on your tablet, on the web, okay? Go to the show notes and download the whatever link is appropriate. So you can either paste the link into your app like TuneIn Radio or you can just follow the link in the notes and it'll take you to a player. And it is there's literally something playing at this moment. It is constantly playing random old afterthought media shows um and we have a discord channel dedicated to it and people have been loving it lori uh if you ever want to see big lori fans go to the afterthought radio channel and people are just talking about different funny things that lori says when they listen to it on afterthought radio uh yeah people have it on while they're cooking while they're taking a shower while they're cleaning the house while they're driving i listen to it sometimes like when i have like a short drive I'll be like, well, I'm not going to put on a podcast I can't finish. So I'll just pop into Afterthought Radio. I called Lori. Lori didn't know it existed. And I called her and go, what show? It was me and Lori doing a show. I had no idea what the fucking show was. And I go, Lori, can you tell me what this is? And she didn't know about it. She listened. So No, but now um, I, I listen to it because I love – because I feel like I always miss out on you and Adam uh, – not Burns. This Adam, but uh, you and Adam Burns. Um when you do uh, throwing down. And so I was like, Oh, so I get to, I'm excited that I get to listen to, which is just you basically 
making fun of him for things he said on on other on his other podcasts, which I yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's the whole point of it. So Afterthought Radio, it's free for everybody. You don't have to be a Patreon supporter. You just have to listen. The links are in the show notes. Also, you know, we launched a new show that comes out on Thursdays called Rulaska Thoughts, where I give my thoughts. Like, for instance, Drag Race UK is coming. I will give my first response to Drag Race UK. I will give my first response to Dragula. Whatever comes out, I will give a first response. But the first half is just a general drag uh, or gay LGBTQ um, topic. And it's a 20-minute show. People have been loving it, but I record it live. And you can listen live. You don't have to be a Patreon supporter. Just go oh, to so Mixler. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Lauren. No, no, no. You go. Sorry. Just go to Mixler.com. It's a free service. You can either listen on the web. They have an app on the iPhone. You can just download the app on the iPhone. It's smart to do that because I don't have a set time that I'm doing it on Thursdays. So you can listen live, but you'll get a notification. Also, follow us on Twitter, and you'll get a notification. So if you follow us on Twitter, you'll get a notification when I go live. Uh, go on the get the Mixler app, and you will listen live. It's actually a really good app, believe it or not. Oh, that's and good. You can listen. Yeah, it's a really good sound quality. There's a a, 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 a a chat room. It's a whole thing. It's free for you guys to listen to it, and it's all, every Thursday you can listen live. Interact with Joe Batanz. Ooh. Um. Also, you know, this show is ending. So for the next few weeks, because until Drag Race UK comes, um, we are going to have be playing. Well, we're going to have Rulaska thoughts on Thursdays, but we're also going to have just old afterthought shows playing on Monday. So don't go anywhere. You're going to get some old afterthought shows right in your feed. Maybe we'll do some Shady Pines with me and Adam Salandra. Maybe we can get some of those great episodes. Oh, maybe the one with me, you, and Lori. I'd love to jump pines. in on that if you guys ever need a third for Shady Pines. We do. Yeah, we do. And so... Uh, <laughs> Josie's so, so excited about that. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, so we stick stick around for the next few weeks. But then in sometime soon, uh, Ben and Fraser are back with Drag Race UK. And in October... <gasps> I'm so excited. October Shut up! <laughs> Lori and I are back with Hello Uglies, our Dragula recap show. Uh, so stick around. And then finally, go to patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You get um, all of our drag shows early and without commercials. You also get Just Between Us Girls. There's also a lot of LGBTQ audio content. And also, what people find out, a thriving Discord community where we talk about a variety of topics. Today with a big topic about like different po- – do you, do you follow this Pokemon, Adam Salandra? No. Well, they were talking about Pokemon. There's the Porn Decor Lounge. There are people who do bake. I follow that. Bake. Yeah. Do you really go to Porn Decor Lounge? I've dabbled. I just want to see what the gals are posting. Yeah. Uh, sometimes there's a whole, like, the fans, the listeners get nude for each other, and then they delete the posts. <laughs> Have I've you seen, seen those? I've, I've seen those. And I'd yeah. say props to you, mama. Yeah. yeah. I we, should, we, should, we should call the subchannel props to you, mama. Please. That's what call it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This week, the final four get their final challenge right. Lyric, sing and dance to RuPaul's newest single, This Is Our Country. Everyone spends time with Jamal Sims and RuPaul before Mama Ru crowned Kylie Sonique Love the winner of All Star Season 6. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our very own, uh, I don't know, gal. I couldn't think of a country joke here. Uh, Adam Salandra from Show Business. Give me two things. Okay. One thing you did. Things I liked were 
the at first I was like country song. I don't know, but I liked that it like I don't know that I'm downloading it yet. I always say that, and then I end up bopping to Bing Bang Bong for months. But um, I I liked that there was like a a hip hop beat. The gals got to do a variety of things, so I liked it. Switch things up a little bit, although I do miss the. Uh, iconic day like things that were ended up being iconic like read you wrote you but Mm -hmm. that ship might have sailed because it was new then and now we've done it many times yeah i loved that kylie won Mm -hmm. um i was not rooting for kylie per se Mm -hmm. but i absolutely did not see it coming even a little bit. I, I genuinely was watching being like, this is wild. Any single one of them could win. But in my heart, that didn't actually mean Kylie, not because I didn't think she deserved it. I just did not see it going to her. So to be surprised and, and still be happy with the outcome was a feeling I honestly haven't felt on a finale in ages. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I loved that as well. What I didn't like was, um, you know, I don't love that we have to sit through judges' critiques, but they're not, they never critique in a finale. They only give positives. It's like, well, then let's just honestly skip it. And, and we don't need it if you're not going to critique them. Um, so I don't like that always. It's a, it's a, it's what happens every time, but it's not for me. All right. Lori Roggenkamp, uh, go ahead. So two things I liked. Um, I liked, I will say this. When I first found out that Kylie had won, I was very upset. I wanted Eureka to win. I thought that it was not fair. Um, but now, having watched the episode, and I'll, we'll get into why I've changed my mind, um, I actually like that Kylie won. I think that mm-hmm. I'm really happy for her. And I think that uh, Kylie deserves it. And um, I also really liked the runway and the lip sync. I thought those mm-hmm. were fun. What I didn't like was the song. Um yeah. and we'll get into we'll get into it, but it's like it was just very it just did not make sense. The song was just a hodgepodge of nothing words and <laughs> it made no sense. So yeah, I just I will say that. I did not like the song. All right, very good. Um, you know, again, once again, I seem to be sort of in the middle of the Venn diagram on you guys. Um, I'll throw some extra things in here. Um, I was a fan of the runway. You know, I thought across the board the looks were pretty good. Oh, it, now it, that's not that's to be expected since they had their look planned for their you know drag you know their final look. You know, so I'm sure they had the dress that was going to be their showstopper dress, so to speak. But the looks were good. Um, I do like that Kylie won. As we all know, on the first episode, and even on Meet the Queens, I predicted Kylie would win, which you guys all doubted me. I was like, mm, guys, it's so obvious no. that Kylie's no. the winner here. This is like, roll, the recording. The roll, roll the recording. Roll the okay, literal you know end of you know the... What? I will roll the recording right... No. Roll the Remember, one roll that you right actually recorded. Right it's going to be fake. Right, not right not the one that you faked. Nope, not one that I faked. Right here. I put a snap to all. And after a dramatic reading, RuPaul announced that the winner of All-Star Season 6. I did not record this in May. I'm sorry, June of 2021. This is clearly September 
Adam's married, right, Adam? Oh, it's so it feels so good. Lori's replaced both knees and hips. <laughs> hey guys, I gotta go. My aunt is uh, fell down in the shower, yeah. so I gotta... but fell anyway, onto a fork. I after a dramatic pause, RuPaul announced that the winner of All Star Season Six is Kylie Sonique Love. Oh, what a great season this was. Remember, remember when uh, when Lori did all those funny things, Adam? And Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. And, what, Adam, what was the favorite part of your wedding? Um, well, I just liked the dancing. Did you, think, did you think it was funny when Lori and I crashed the wedding? I was going to say that was my favorite part, but honestly, the wedding was fine. It was the bachelor party that I honestly was like the highlight of my summer. Yeah. So thank you both for that. Yeah. I will say that. I had diarrhea yeah. for seven days. Well, that's the point. I just had surgery to remove all yeah. those forks. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for this season of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 6. Uh, be sure to join us uh, next week and every week as we continue to discuss and dissect every brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race because this show never ends. So, for Lori Roggenkamp, Adam Salandra, and myself, sashay away. See you at Wolfie. And as you just heard, I oh said Kylie Sonique Love would be the winner. Wow, of, you really uh, proved us wrong. Yeah, yeah. I love how none of us are in, and no one else but you is in that audio clip that you made. No, no, you guys are in it. Oh, no, I think um, what I heard, it's very weird because I thought I remembered us having that exact conversation. Well, you actually did say Kylie Sonique Love. Yes. But I guess you so did say Kylie. You're oh right. God. Wait, wow! Could you, say her, could you say her whole name? Well, you actually did say Kylie Sonique Love. Thank you. Oh, you, thank you. You are so. This is exactly what happens with the looks. You are so bound and determined to score points. <laughs> score points with <laughs> excuse me with Joe oh, that you. I'm not you, trying to think of what Joe says. I give my opinion. Yes, mm-hmm. and I happen. And then one time I won five dollars because of it. Just Great. because. Just because Joe is now trying to say that Kylie Sonique Love. One guys, it was so obvious. I was like, "Why are they even having the competition?" Mm-hmm. And they're going to give the Kylie Sonique love. I called it. I'm always right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so smart. Thank you. Oh, also, um, the thing I didn't like this song was horrible. But I want to go back. I mean, I don't know if Lori will chime in on this, but Solange, will you agree? These dancers were so fucking hot. Now maybe it's because we couldn't see their whole face. No, but. Well, no, I mean, the one fine. that did the flip, we saw his face, and I was like, oh, my God. No, so, I happened to follow one on Instagram who I am. Oh, wait, I, I, the one that did the flip? I'm not sure who it was. The white one? So, uh, white. this is going to be a reverse of what I got in trouble for with uh, Drag Race Australia. Slush you don't like young, young hot. Uh, they were so young. I mean, honestly, one of them, I was like, that is a child. That is a... <laughs> That is a like seventeen year old child. We really need the producers to call Lori and say, "What is your ideal age range for a for, a, for a man who you know you're very interested in, in general, sexually? 
Um, cause you know, I think that would help them steer the ship cause they keep getting know. it wrong. How old is Justin mm-hmm. Bieber? That's the age, right? <laughs> that's, oh, that's essentially I think like 28 or 29 confused. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So you picked literally the male pop star that all lesbians love because he looks like a woman. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yes. Thank you. Would you have sex with Justin Bieber? No, but I would definitely grind on top of him. Oh, oh my God. If the, like tuck the penis though. Yeah. For sure. He must be tucked. But no, but I mean, honestly, like that was, there's just something about, look, obviously, again, let's preface this by saying I am not the barometer for what is attractive in men, but there's something about men where I, if I feel like I can kill them, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't find them attractive. Well, these guys are pretty muscular. You feel you could kill these guys? They were very muscular. If I, if I, if I fell on top of them, if I like pushed against them, I could break easily break most of their ribs. All, all of those guys, all those guys. Mm -hmm. If I fell on top of them, they would be paraplegics at least. You Mm think? You think Bieber is a better uh, option for not falling and killing? I mean, I don't know. Bieber's just sexually confusing. He is. He's just like he's. I don't know. I don't. I, I look. He 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 All does right. not answer questions for me. He only creates more. <laughs> so, <laughs> Andrew, where do you fall on this Bieber? Oh, I uh, I usually don't have shame in who I want to have intercourse with, but I. I used to, I don't care now, but when he was like really bad boy, I found him so annoying and I also found him very hot and I hated that. Surely you like him, Joe. I feel like that's your type. Uh, he recently went through a phase where I did not find him hot, where he had like the really dirty, pimply, yeah. like the, whatever he was, there was something going on with depression or whatever. No, but when he has like, for the most part, yes, for the most part, a hundred percent, like yeah. hottest person ever, except too many tattoos. Oh, I see. I love awful that. tattoos. Yeah, you well, do you realize like... that that's my goal is to have like fully be fully tatted. Well, do it. I want. I'm working on it. I just have to lose weight. Oh wait, what happens? Uh, what actually happens to a tattoo if you gain or lose weight? Does it like stretch and shrink? I mean, the skin skin moves. It stretches. So that's why I don't want to get a neck tattoo because I don't want to get a neck. I don't want it to be like, oh, is that like a humpback whale? And I'm going to be like, no, <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> it it's Kylie Sonique Love. It's Kylie yeah. Sonique Love. Hopefully you do get that to commemorate this experience. After Trinity's elimination, <laughs> Eureka basks in the glory of her win. The girls count the votes. Raja breaks down in gratitude for her performance in the competition. Kylie reflects on her long journey and Ginger Minj jokes about wearing her crowning wig. The next day, Eureka wipes off Trinity's mirror message, and RuPaul enters the workroom to announce the final maxi challenge. The queens will collaborate with RuPaul on her newest single, This Is Our Country. Finally, RuPaul surprised the girls with a video appearance by country music legend Tanya Tucker. I don't know when this became a thing. I what, Googled ta- it. I Googled it, and it's true. But I'll They all that. said it. Yeah, well, I Google. She she, perf- she says her name is said Tanya Tucker. Uh, the right. girls ask yeah, questions and learn that, huh? That's her name. Yes. Right, but the, you know, most of us would say Tanya. No, it's T A N Y A. Well, I do agree with that. It actually is spelled Tanya, but I've never in my life heard anyone say that except Miss Tucker, and that's it. It's 
Oh, it's Tanya. It's Tan. It's not Tanya. It's not T O N. No, I agree because people always say for me, Salandra, and it's in Salandra with A. So I do agree with you, but I've just never heard anyone say Tanya. Yeah, I just Ever. I just wonder if they actually talked. Do you think that they actually talked, or do you think that this it was she just it was like pre done questions and she just answered the question? No, she was in a weird location. I've wondered that all season because the the actual up on the screen is clearly fake, but they they none of them are good enough. Even the at like they're definitely interacting with them. There's yeah, there's no way that they could have acted that they were just like it's pretty obvious when that happens, especially for a non actor. Well, well, hold. Let me finish this statement here. The girls ask questions mm-hmm. and learn that Tanya would also be appearing on the song, and this made them even more excited. Um, before we go to Lori Rogging Camp here. Um, she was on like a weird little made up set. Uh, it wasn't anywhere she was at her house. In fact, there was even like a really shitty picture of her with RuPaul when she was a judge on the show, but over her, over her right shoulder. So like it was a weird made up set she was on. Anyway, do you Lauren, think, what, yeah, go ahead, Salandra. All four of them. Now I get they're all Southern Queens, but did all four know who she was or did they have to pretend to be excited? Because the, I always wonder this, but in this particular time, Ruth started it out by naming the songs first that she did, yeah. and I recognize yeah. none of them. So I was mm-hmm. wondering. It also looked specifically like everyone was like cheering, and Kylie was just sort of still. And I was like, "I feel you, girl. I don't know." But then Kylie made a big deal about knowing her. So what's the truth? I mean, I would find it hard to believe. Now, maybe there's something I don't know. Maybe Raja O'Hara is a big country music fan, but. I haven't ever seen Raja give any hint that she's a country music fan. Maybe she is. Mm-hmm. Um, she, Tanya Tucker's, I'm sorry, Tanya Tucker's also really old. And also, I think the giveaway was that they all knew to call her Tanya Tucker. I thought I of that too. Were, yeah. They were all like, oh, I love Tanya. Tanya's the best. I'm all like, why, are, why do they all know to say that? <laughs> Well, you know that that's my pet. First off, I the only reason why I know about Tanya Tucker is a random thing that happened uh, a couple uh, days Tanya ago. Tanya Tucker, which... by the way, is my drag name. Hi, Tuck. <laughs> it's actually a really good one. I'm Manya my... Tucker, but go ahead. <laughs> Manya, that's a good one. Uh, or Manya, just pronounce it differently. Of course. Uh, no, so I uh, randomly, real quickly, I am uh, in charge of the yearbook at my junior high school. I'm in charge of the yearbook club. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking of like fun names and I thought of a joke name to call like the uh, the yearbook, the Delta variant. I thought that would be funny. And no, n- like I ran it by my mom and my aunt and they did not find it funny at all. And they were like, you know what you should call it is Delta Dawn. And I was like, what's Delta Dawn? And then they played me the song, and it's a Tanya Tucker song. It's Delta Dawn. So I had to look it up. So then randomly when she was on there, I was like, oh, that's that's so weird. Weird. But I will say, here's the thing that I think that's thing is so crazy with uh, reality shows, and they do this all the time, is they'll bring on somebody, and then everyone will be like, oh, my God, this person made me want to get into, you know, it's like, Mm-hmm. You don't know who this person is. You yeah. have no idea who this person is. It's part of the game, I guess. I think Eureka knew, but I mean... I bet Ginger knew, too. She's an old soul. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Uh, <laughs> um, 
So, Lori, did you have any thoughts on this whole after Trinity's elimination and the next day and the announcement of the challenge or anything? So, I actually do feel bad for Trinity that she got voted off. Mm -hmm. But I definitely had a thought when they walked in where I thought, like, oh, I bet Trinity is watching this and thinking, man, you guys didn't even wait a little bit to celebrate winning. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, okay, so... Like I'm glad Trinity's another show. Like this is the this is the top four that I feel like is definitely deserves to be top four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Trinity and Sonique kind of had the same thing where I don't think Sonique was was dour. I don't think she was depressive like Trinity, but both of them I felt like had really great like drag personas. Like we're do, we're, we're doing pretty good like during competition and lipstick and all that stuff. Like when they were seeing RuPaul on the runway, but then they're like confessionals and they're out they're like in the workroom were like kind of just sort of bland. And I think that's why I felt like I was like, I didn't want Sonique to win in the beginning because she just, I felt like she wasn't bringing it in the, in the workroom and in the confessionals as much as I felt like, you know, like Ginger had, I felt like had the opposite. Ginger had energy in the confessionals, but then I felt like sometimes her drag was just sort of boring. I agree with you. And normally it is not just a huge part, probably the most important part of who I choose in a winner or who I want to win is personality. So the second Kylie was talking, I was in the start of the season. I was like, okay, it's not going to work for me. Why is everyone so obsessed? I guess she's hot, blah, blah, blah. But not only did she keep impressing me in the challenges, but I found her to be so insanely authentic and just actually kind-hearted and sweet and like good energy that it was like, oh, she is actually just being herself. Yeah. And I learned it was like with last week's monologues where I was like, why am I so drawn to this? She's just sitting there in her like little voice, not being big. But that's what that's what drew her in for me was actually that it was just very. Authentic herself. and normally, yeah, I agree with you. Normally, I need you to pop in those confessionals, but I definitely felt like a big weight had been lifted from the workroom. Like Trinity not being there made yeah. everything so much brighter. I felt like so. That's a really That's good true. point. You know, I really liked the moment when Raja cried because we got to see her on the show. Realized, I mean, she should be very proud of herself for her redemption arc. I think she even knew in that moment that she had every reason to be proud of herself. Um, I did want to talk about Kylie says something that I think is super interesting and I want to do this topic before we take the break. And she says, she says to me along the lines of, uh, she went home on, uh, on the fourth episode of her season and now is on the top four of all stars, you know, 10 or 11 years later. And she's like, Oh my God, isn't that amazing? And look, I'm glad Kylie won. I, it's not anyone could have won this challenge, and I would have this episode. I've been fine, but like I'm glad she won. I think it's very important for the show. But her being in the top four, I think, speaks more to where All Stars as a show has gone than to her skills as a drag queen. Sorry, Mama. Props to you, Mama. <laughs> I actually understand what you're saying but i think i disagree so you would put her on all-stars 2 where would she come on all-stars 2 you put Kylie oh. sonique love on all-stars 2 
Oh, no, don't do that to me. That's She'd be out first. Oh, she'd be dancing with Coco in the pink. I don't mean, I I don't mean to say that. It's just that I, and this isn't what you were saying, but to me, it's not like, oh, well, uh, you know, they wanted to have a trans winner. So they, no, no, no. Picture. And I know that's not what you're saying, but like, again, it's because she, to me, I think Michelle even said you probably even surprised yourself. Like she was hot and that was very, I loved that, but then she was like doing well in challenges. Unfortunately, not the one she won was not, I don't think she should have won that. But, um, I think that she brought it in many ways that went really what it is when she said I was fourth out 11 years ago today. I'm top four. It really was a wild thought to me because yes, you're right. The show in all stars two, she would have never been there, but uh-huh. she actually was, um, deserving to be in the top four deserving is i is what shocks me but i don't want to single anyone out this is true for a lot of the contestants on this season i mean eureka true uh and ginger are the only ones i think this season maybe people can correct me in the chat room but are the only ones who made it to the to the finales of their seasons well that's um, that, the whole season was weird because of that but it ended up being great actually because yeah, of that but but the rest yeah. of the the rest of the show, the rest of the girls, they were out fourth, fifth, sixth. They were out fairly early, except for Yara. Yara went home close to the end. Not didn't make it to the finale, but she made it very far. Um, but uh, but the other ones went home very early. So like, if you look at if you look at the cast as a whole, it's gone down in by leaps and bounds in quality since like All Stars three. Okay, now that okay, that is a fact. That is a fact. However, even still, to see Kylie on, I was like, well, not I wasn't surprised because I knew online people loved her, but it felt very India Fera to me. It's like what? Like there are bigger, less all stars than we're like really reaching for the bottom of the barrel. But now it's very cool. Now, now people that went home early and are were forgotten know like, oh, I actually can make it to the end. True, and when, but what I'm saying, what they shouldn't call the show All Stars, is what I'm. Saying. Oh well, that that's for sure. JL's had a very mean name for it. No, <laughs> he would never. Yeah, I think that I think that uh, I agree with you guys because you obviously have more experience in this, and I I, I didn't see so I didn't, What I can hear when you're winding up for a joke. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm not actually oh. legitimately. This is I, serious journalism, so I doubt. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have a serious comment, Joe. Yeah. All right, you fat fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that uh, I agree with you because I, I didn't, I, I didn't see, uh, or I, I, I know I saw the season, but I don't remember Sonique. So, I mean, that goes to show how much of an impact she made in her season. Um, but I think luck is, you know, preparation meets opportunity. And I think the stars aligned. I mean, we saw with, um, in the beginning of the season, you know, you had Jiggly. Jiggly's, like, you could argue, you know, you could argue certain factors, but Jiggly and Sonique were sort of the same. They were both kind of, Jiggly, honestly, I felt like maybe had a leg up because she was at least kind more well known. Yeah. Um, and so, so Sonique was kind of working from a negative, in my opinion. And I think that that just shows how, how well she was and how much, how much confidence she had and how she's grown so much during that time. And so I think that, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think that you, 
if you put her in another All-Stars, she would have come out on top. But I think that that doesn't negate her, uh, like that doesn't say that she didn't deserve to win or that she didn't earn this win. She came in and she, you know, she did each challenge and she brought the looks and she brought, she did everything to the best of her abilities. And she, you know, she won. She made it on top. Yeah, but what, what, okay. That's like saying though, like, oh, well, just because someone won the little league championships doesn't mean that the, don't discourage them that because the, they're not the big. I'm saying that this cast for the most part wasn't the big leagues. It should be called Drag Race Second Chance or Third sure. or Fourth of it. Sure. Another chance. But and that's... by the way, sorry about Silky and Akira. I realize we're both in top oh, four. True, you're right. But also, I mean, I feel like, and I don't know. I again, I haven't watched as much of the all-stars as you guys have, but I feel like, um, in my opinion, the ones that I, the ones I have watched, I felt like that was what it was. It's a drag race. I mean, they're coming back to win. They're coming back for a reason. So it's a drag race second chance. Also the, they're going to, they, they can't pick the top, the fan favorites every time to be an all-stars. They can't pick people that, you know, they have to sort of even it out and make it, so it's still a show. It still has well, to be interesting. You know what I think it is? All-Stars 1 and 2 were the All-Stars. And so that set the precedent for us to expect that when it's like now, I mean, I don't I you know, we're having Serena Chachas come back and it's like, fine, bring them all back. That's all great. But I think that we get stuck on thinking these are not All-Stars because, for example, season two. Ginger was the le- the least star you might say. I mean, kind of Coco, but not. Re- I mean, she had a in terms of Drag Race world, especially back then. She had her feud with Alyssa. Like those were the all stars. Where and, and they the, were and the tr- yeah. And the truth of the matter is, is if you if you take all stars as being a spinoff of sports, in sports it's the same fucking all stars every year. They just rotate as they retire and whatnot, or they they lose popularity. But it's the same All Stars every year. It's going to be Mike Trout from the Angels every fucking year until oh, he Trout. retires, right? So uh, they should have a rotating smaller cast of characters that they detox should come back every few years. Roxy Andrews, uh, Alyssa, uh, yeah, they they. I mean, they have a very solid bank that they can until that person wins because you could make an argument like detox on a season like now would destroy <laughs> beyond. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. We thought thought Ginger was going to come in with a bang, and she. I felt like she was like a kind of a whimper a little bit. That is it took her point. a while to. A it took her a while to warm up and actually. But detox also destroyed Ginger back yeah. in All Stars too. Yeah, but also, too. if you look at other reality show competition shows, reality competition shows, this is exactly what it, they. It's it's a a redo. It's a do over. It's a mulligan. I mean, it should be called All Stars Mulligan. Like it's mm. it's people who've been voted off or kicked off, and they get and yeah, they recycle they recycle sometimes randomly, but most of the time it's people that like my aunt loves to watch Top Chef, and a lot of times like the All Stars is like you know oh this person was kicked off first episode season two and now they're back, but then that brings its own celebrity because then those people who were kicked off early maybe they're actually you know maybe they're actually really 
interesting. And, you know, there was a guy who was kicked off like episode three who came back and now he's like a judge because people loved him. And it was, he came back on the all-stars. So it's basically its own show. They're just mm-hmm. recycling people from the old episodes. All right. Well, we're going we're to leave that conversation there because we're going to have to move on with the show because we're going to be out of here in 15 minutes, Lori. Yeah. Later in the workroom, the girls work on their lyrics. Ginger laments the fact that her grandma died before she could see Ginger's success. Eureka discusses the twist in her lyrics. Kylie plans to embrace her southern twang. Meanwhile, Raja wants to sing about the plight of black people in this country. On the main stage, the girls each work with Jamal Sims, who teaches them their dance moves for the number. Let's start with Adam Salandra from Show Business. Adam Flander from Show Business, your thoughts on everything that happened in the workroom and the choreography? Um, I, the moment that sticks out for me is Ginger on all fours was such a funny sight, not because she's a bigger queen, but because she's so fucking short. It just mm-hmm. it, it 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 was really sending me. Um, and I understood her struggle of feeling she wasn't sexy. However, not to jump ahead, but I do think she pulled it off. We'll discuss that when the time comes. Yeah. All right. Lori, your thoughts? Um, I I look, I like Jamal. I thought that the dancing was a little ridiculous. Um I I thought it I don't know. I I guess my question is, did RuPaul say that the lyrics needed to be like powerful about what you want to change in America or what do you want to address in America? Well, she gave you this really like uh trite saying that, you know, um country music is just three chords and your truth. Yeah. So she said, and I knew that was your truth. Yeah. Also, I, oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that this was recorded last year, which was election black lives matter. Uh, it was just, a, it was a time for our country anyway. So even if they didn't say it, that's probably where their heads went. But yeah. I just thought it was so crazy. I mean, <laughs> I, it's a country song, you know, and it's like you get this. You get Ginger or Eureka, who's like, I want to show that like big girls can make it, and you got to be the positive change. And Ginger's like, I want to show how you got to lead by example, and we all got to come together. And Raja's like, I want to talk about Black Lives Matter and how we need to really have a serious conversation about our race. And Sonika's like, I I just want to like do like a southern twang and like talk about how sometimes people don't want me to do a southern twang and i'm like i'm just gonna do a southern twang and eureka's like girl i feel that it's just like what like (laughs) i was just like what what is the what is the baseline here i just i don't know i just thought it was so crazy i didn't honest i don't remember kylie's lyrics too i remember her saying that and but like her lyrics honestly i was all i remember from her performance it's about a twang yeah, it's better. Uh, it sh- yeah, but the lyrics are very, very short for all of them. Um, I liked that at uh, one point Ginger was like t- talking about her lyric writing process, and she's like, first I take my book and <laughs> I write everything that I want down." I'm like, "Okay, okay, Sondheim. Remember these are her- these are uh, Ginger's fantastic lyrics." Yummy, yummy, 
strategies on the weekdays, rules to make you want a freak days. What you know? Yeah, that's her song. Yeah, she says she writes five to seven pages of notes. Yeah. Whenever she writes a song, what what were her notes? I want sugar. Was that her note or over yeah. and over again? Maybe. I, you know what that reminds me of is that co- comedian he used to he used to clear Barntini Blues who would write like single spaced like four pages of jokes and he would say like he gets laughs every thirty seconds <laughs> and it'd be like things like I like to stab I like to fill a a blow up doll fill with grape jelly so when I stab stab it while we're having sex I can feel it oozing out and that was like a that was like his his closer <laughs> just like wow such a weird. So it, that's maniacal. Like that is a we- really weird thing that 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 Ginger did. Yeah, it. it, it well, she's well, she, later on. She says she knows she's a legend. You're like, okay, all right. Wait, oh, that yeah. was. Oh, are we? I mean, that no, was, we're not there yet. We're not okay. There yet. Okay. okay, but any anything else on the choreography or workroom, Lori, Salandra? No, all right. You. Later, the girls return to the main stage to dish with RuPaul and Michelle Visage. Eureka wants to use her platform as a big girl to show there's more to big girls than being big girls. RuPaul reveals that she is Ginger's mother. Kylie shares her love of RuPaul with RuPaul. And finally, Rajo O'Hara discusses the work she put into making all of her looks herself. Let's start with a person who's known for her looks. Ms. Lori Roggenkamp. Lori, um, what were your thoughts on this? Uh, the, the little meeting with RuPaul? So, I mean, they're all kind of boring. I didn't really understand why Michelle Visage, yeah. try to say her name right, probably mm-hmm. still screwed up. She had to be there because um, she, she had to didn't really nothing. contribute much. Yeah. Well, it's because they used to do it as the podcast, and then they stopped their podcast, and they wanted well, to keep doing it, I think. She had, like, a moment where she, like, laughed so loud that I thought, like, I was like, oh, this is like, this is like, they were like, now, can we get one where Michelle just laughs? laughs? Mm-hmm. And, um... But Ginger told that story of them being at AJ and the Queen and mm-hmm. and saying that, you know, this woman comes up and goes, oh, do you do drag? Which I was like, who's the actor? Who's the actor that asked a full, uh, uh, somebody in drag, do you do drag? Ginger's who's- not in drag on her episode. Oh, she's not. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. So, uh, and RuPaul says, that's my daughter. Yeah, that was wild. So, okay. Here's the thing. This is the issue I have. I feel like RuPaul, in my opinion, does no. not give a crap about anybody. No. But recognizes that these queens love her and that she has done, you know, that they view her in, as a special thing and sort of lets them have that. Like, she's sort of like, anytime they, you could tell, anytime they give her a compliment, she's like, thank you. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So here's what I think happened. Yeah. I think totally out of that conversation. I think that they were on the set and a PA walked up to RuPaul and said, do you know where the dog furs are? And RuPaul pointed and said, yeah, those are the dog furs. That's the dog furs. And your, and Ginger took that to men. That's my daughter. And RuPaul just let her have it. Just said, yes, that's exactly what I said. And you are my daughter. And that's exactly what I said. I love this joke, but 
Who's asking for dog furs? Cruella DeVille? Or like, yeah. what do you I, mean? I was oh. wondering to say, what episode of AJ and the Queen were they? And, and by the <laughs> way, why would they go to the star of the show to ask where a piece of costume is? I mean, okay, there, there were some look, holes. There were some holes, but I mean. PA was not good at their job. I'm not saying that this was a good PA. I'm just saying that this is what I think happened because I genuinely don't think that that RuPaul said that's my I I just don't think that that there's a world where that happened. You know what's weird is I didn't ever consider being a lie but something about it felt very off to me. So I may I don't I some, something's weird around it and maybe I don't it's think RuPaul it's a lie. I, I don't think it is either but some I don't know it just felt weird. Or or somebody said what where are the doll hairs? There we go. Where are the doll hairs? So. Are we this? Ah, uh, that's yeah. better, baby. That's better. Thank you. Fixed it. Um, these these meetups are getting crazier and crazier. You know, the thing with um Kylie's <laughs> was Kylie's was kind of awkward because just so kissing up to RuPaul. Well, they all were, but hers again feels genuine to me because she. I feel like she's oh, obsessed no, no. with Ru. I think no, I agree. I think Kylie on her end seemed genuine, but she was like. You use your star power for good. I'm like, no, she doesn't. Now here's now before people jump on me. No one's here's jumping. What I will say, yeah, well, yeah, none of my fans are jumping. But here's what I will say: I think RuPaul as a persona has done amazing things for the gay community, for gay people, for drag queens, whatever. Don't get, don't mistake what I'm saying. I think RuPaul has done amazing things for the gay community but rupaul didn't do it for that reason rupaul did it just because rupaul was doing it for rupaul and in doing it for rupaul blew open the doors for the rest of the gay community so like for instance we were talking earlier about my cousin richard my cousin richard in terms of my mexican family blew open the doors and made it easy for people like me and other cousins to be gay in our family because he was so but he wasn't he was so into his gayness and so out and proud and so in everybody's face about it and so aggressive about it. I don't mean in a bad way, forcing them to acknowledge it, that it made it easier for people like me to come after him. Right. But he didn't do it for that reason. He did it because that's what he needed to do for himself. And I think it's the same with RuPaul. I think RuPaul and RuPaul essentially tells her that RuPaul says, I appreciate this, but don't do things for that. Do things for you and everyone will see the light and improve and you are like you just gave away the secret right there rupaul because that's exactly what you do as well all right let's move on it's coronation day and the girls get ready for the runway each queen talks about what it would mean for them if they won the crown eureka shows off her clap face ginger points out that an argument could be made for each queen to win the title and finally raja relishes the moment at the mirror as it will probably be her last time on the show adam solange this coronation day what were your thoughts there um, I really didn't have any, but I will yeah. say in general, Ginger, like, why do you think Ginger is not fully connecting with fans? Like, she seemed awkward to me all season, like she was uncomfortable with them. But then she said that she feels like she fits in with this cast better than she has with any of the others. So like, what's going on? Well, is, she, is she maybe just I, insecure? Is it an insecurity or like what? Well, yeah, Fatigue? because look, season seven is one of the... You can say what you will about the season, but the cast is one of, if not the strongest cast 
in the history of the show as a whole. True. Okay. Cause even season six had its early filler queens. Season seven has some very strong queens even up front. Okay. Um, so she must have felt sort of weird there. Then she's on All Stars too, which is fuck. From just coming off season seven to go to All Stars, the Mount Rushmore of drag queens truly must have been very intimidating. So she goes on this show where it's all people who went home, where uh, uh, two thirds uh, of them went home fourth, you know. Yep. So she's like, so she feels like you know the big fish in the little pond, so to speak. So I think that's why she felt more comfortable here. And what's fine to speak to what you just said, Carson, and uh, we can talk about this now. Said it was one of the few real critiques on this show, but he said about Ginger when she. Is like doing like the story or her or her anything where it required her to talk uh, extemporaneously. She feels rehearsed, but when she's perf- he's giving her a compliment actually in the backhanded way in the performance when she's dancing and she's in her element, she's really good. But whenever she has to be herself or show herself, she's she's very forced and rehearsed. And I think that's what you're seeing is that she doesn't know how to be around people. I think you're, that's exactly right because she is the perform. Like she should could be on Broadway the rest of her life, mm-hmm. and I'd love it. I'd go see it. But that's all where she's supposed to be on, and so maybe it is just her personal real life. She yeah. doesn't have a, a hold. She on. She can only be a character. Like for I'm the act- exact opposite. I am a horrible actor. Horrible. The worst actor you've ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> I can only be me. I can't be another character. Where I think she's probably the opposite. Laura, you want to weigh in here? No, I agree. I agree. I think that. I think that Ginger came in with a lot of expectations and I feel like she definitely felt that, but I, it took, it took a while for her to kind of get there, but I feel like the way that I felt like Sonique was, um, as far as like being kind of boring in the workroom and then funny off on or good on, on stage, I felt like Ginger was a little bit opposite to me. In my opinion, yeah. I felt like she was funny off stage and then kind of awkward in the on stage. Right, so. Very good. Uh, all right, let's go to this music video. Uh, I have the song queued up. It's not a very long song, and I'm not going to play through the like the you know the choruses and whatnot. But let's see if we can go through the lyrics here. Oh, Tanya Tucker. By the way, she should be. I mean, that she's of a certain age and. Probably smoked about three marble red packs a day. Hey, Ruth. Yeah? You mind if I turn on the radio? <laughs> That's the best idea I've heard all day, Tanya. What other ideas has she heard that day? You don't know if her life. If that's the best idea, if they're driving a yeah. car in complete silence, and that's the best idea she's heard all day, and was the first RuPaul... idea, let's go to the Capitol? It's January 6th, let's go to the Capitol? <laughs> like, what... <laughs> possibility also why is she with tanya tucker in a beat-up pickup truck and they're just are they just starting the car or is that the car running like what's i i don't understand the beginning of that why did we have to have this in the beginning of this i don't know it's really weird i don't know oh because i think you need because i think in the the, they're so i'm being honest here actually i think that their their voices are both so buried in the track that they like, we need to tell you this is RuPaul and Tanya Tucker. That's probably true. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. I get that. Because she says, should we put on the radio, RuPaul? That's the best idea I've heard all day, Tanya. I can be a cowboy. This 
is our country. I, 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 when a queen is a queen, she don't need no cowboy. This is our country. Oh, oh, oh honey, I can be a queen. Oh, is that them singing together? Tanya and Rue? I think I don't, so, think I don't that's hear Tanya. either of them singing. No, that's definitely RuPaul with some major. Uh, well, of course. Uh, so this autism. is our country. Mm-hmm. If a queen is a queen, she don't need no cowboy. This is our country. I can be a queen or I can be a cowboy. Mm-hmm. What? All right. <laughs> We're never meet a boy or girl. What? All right, let's get through you. Because first. Twinettes, I ate that cake. No Mary Queen of Scots, no Catherine the Great. No room for social hierarchy. How's the homeless? Feed the hungry. Change the perception and forget the sample. A true queen lives and leads by example. Stand up. Don't sit. Eureka! You found it! So, okay, this, so those lyrics make no sense. This It made no sense. It started off actually fun. I was like, oh, it's going to... And then it would, like it went like, feed the home. I was like, wait, you're talking about Mary, <laughs> Mary, Marie Antoinette, and then you're saying feed... I just was like, I don't... Uh, this reminded me of when I went to a, su- a Catholic summer camp and the nuns would do like hip hop songs and then they would try and then they would rap lyrics to things that they wanted us to learn. So they'd be like, you know, like, you down with G-O-D? Yeah, you know me. You down with G-O-D? Yeah, you know me. Okay. So you want to take, you know, you don't want to touch yourself late at night. And this is how you, you know, it's like, honestly, like, it was just like, what? What? what what's going on? I just like that Eureka was saying, like, my lyrics are going to be ones you're going to have to sit with for a while. And then, like, you're going to think about me like, we don't have the time. Like, we're going to then cut to the looks and then crown somebody. I think we got to not make it so deep. It was like, uh, why don't you also explain how a bill becomes a law? (laughs) Well, that's conjunction junction. It was just such a weird twist that I was like, okay. All right, here we go. Let's move on. All right, here we go. Let's go. Now we're going on to the next person is who again? Ginger Minj. Ginger, Ginger, Ginger Minj. All right, here we go. Country, tis the team, motherland to everyone who burns for equality. Listen up. Freedom comes with responsibility. Be the change you want to see. You be you and I'll be me. I have some things to say. Yeah, go ahead. Number one, it was the first time throughout the song that we heard an actual singer singing. So that yeah. caught me off guard and was great. Uh, number two, Ginger is always very goofy faces and blah, 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 which she's great at and perfect, but she really was more on the sexy side for this. Um, and I appreciated that effort. All right. Very good. What about you, Lori? What do you think about Ginger's performance? Uh, I, I thought it was kind of weird. Cause it was like, be the change you want to see, but then you do I, you do you, and I'll do me. It's like, so you don't want me to be. What well, I, I want to see what her seven pages of notes were. Like what got cut? Yeah, what got what got stripped down? Well, it's, it's just very vanilla. You know? Also, like then there's that part where the where they like it looks seems like they're like at odds with each other, and they're like about to start a dance off. And I was just like, what's happening? Well, you speak to Jamal about that. Yeah. Oh, she will. All right, here we go. I think there's, I think there's a while before we get to, uh, we got a dance break. We get to Kylie and, uh, Raja. And then Kylie, you'll hear that she does the twang thing. I think she's next up. Is she last? I think she's next. Yeah. Here we go. Rudy, 
Let's go with you, Lori. Lori, your thoughts on I actually liked it. I to me, in my opinion, I think Raja also did a real I think I think Raja and and uh Sonique were the better of the two. But I felt like this one fit I guess with the song, but the song makes no sense. Because remember the the other thing is this is our country, and then the other part is I can't tell if this country is big enough for you and me. So it's like, well, is it our country or is it just my country? Like it was just it's such the message is all over the place. I think the song lyrics is that 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 they realize the town is big enough for you and me. Uh okay. Well, yeah. I heard it wrong then. Sorry, but Salandra? yeah, I Sorry. I liked it. I thought I thought it was good. I thought she did a really good job. Salandra, um, she's literally a, the look of a pop star. Every time it sh- it shocks me, she's perfect. And I think that um, it's so weird because. The hot girls, it's usually just not enough. The int- I mean, that's what don't rely, stop relying on your body is. Even if Raja or, um, Kylie did nothing else well this entire season, her hotness was actually somehow enough. There's just something about the way she carries herself, even with that little voice that's no personality star. Uh, and that was the case here. I th- but also the lyric, if I can't go to heaven, then I'm going to raise hell. That's good. That was good. good that was really yeah. good. Seven pages. She does. Use my voice, gotta stand while my people don't have a choice. Can't breathe, don't shoot, running through my brain. Nothing good on the news. This world's a sight. Print it, we can just come together. Stand in love and really shine together. Rip to you and us in FDA. I call it stand true in the USA. All right. Thoughts on Raja, Adam Salandra. I couldn't understand a thing she said, but I loved it. I loved the vibe, the energy. And when I went back and didn't know what the lyrics are, I actually do love those too. But um, enduring, I, I couldn't hear a thing. But Lori, oh, my favorite app. No, that's it. Lori? I felt like she did what Eureka and Ginger were trying to do. But she like she had a message the entire way through. Like the through line was was, I never was like, well, that was a turn. Like it was with Eureka and Ginger. I felt like the whole time she had a clear message. So I, li- I really like that. Yeah, I thought it was good. All right. Very good. Though it's the music video. Let's go. By the way, the guys were hot. Uh, let's go with Too young. Too young. All right. Well, for the last time this season, we are going to go through the looks. Um, let's start with your... The, the category was uh, All-Star Eleganza Extravaganza. Let's start with Eureka O'Hara. She came down like a, like a Las Vegas showgirl type of look. Um, let's start with Adam Salandra of Show Business. Adam, your thoughts? I'm not a fan of Vegas showgirl looks, but I was a big fan of this. I loved it, and it's a toot. All right, very good. Lori? I got to be honest, I did not like it. I mean, I thought the headdress was amazing, but I there's something about a nude suit that I just do not like. I just for some reason it just rubs me the wrong way. So I have to say boot. All right, the correct answer is toot. Next down the line we have Ginger Minge uh, in a very like almost like a weird like almost like dare I say three dimensional kind of dress and like multicolored. I don't know how I don't know how things work. Uh, Lori, what about Tudor boot on this one? Which one is it? Ginger Minge. 
Ginger Minge. This is the best out one that I thought that she's had the entire time. So two. Adam Philandra. Yeah, I was a little torn, but I think I like that she managed to blend sort of glamorous, but still campy in a way. So toot. Correct answer is toot. Uh, all right, Kylie Sonique Love, uh, Adam Salandra, Tudor boot. She looks hot, but this is a huge boot for me. I can't believe it's a it's a finale look. I mean, it'd be fine if it was like an America challenge, but the grand finale in a little flag dress, I was disappointed. Whoa. All right, Lori Roggenkamp. Uh, I I thought she looked great. Um, I don't think that this was my favorite look from her. So if we're going like in general, just because she's Sony, you know, Kylie, I would say toot. But because of for this look, I'm going to say boot. Ooh, correct answer was toot. Oh, we're both wrong. We're both wrong. Oh, no. Finally, we have Raja O'Hara. Uh, let's see if Lori can tie it up. Lori, tie, Raja O'Hara, toot or boot? You know, I gotta be honest. Again, I liked this look for her, but it's not my favorite look of all. So, um, I gotta say for this... I'm so torn. I would say for this challenge, I gotta go boo. All right. For this one. I feel the exact... I'm very torn. I think she looks great. It does not scream finale to me, though, which I don't love, but I will have to go toot. The correct answer is two. So the winner for the final time this season with a score of three to one is Ow. Adam Zalantra. It feels so good, but I am a fashion icon, so it kind of makes sense. Just yeah, FYI, sense. You, yeah. you're just agreeing with what Joe has to say. I know he pretends he, like it's He doesn't tell me till the end. How would I, I agree with it? I know. I'm just saying that's why you won is because you agreed with what Joe had to say. Well, that's literally the game, but okay. Back on the main stage, each of the girls makes their case for the title. The judges deliberate, and then RuPaul calls them all back to the main stage for one more lip-sync battle for the crown. The song, Stupid Love by Lady Gaga. In the end, RuPaul announced that the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 6 was Kylie Sonique Love. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode and the season? Now, usually I would have you guys go here. I would have you guys go here, but we actually have a voicemail. And I want to play the voicemail. The person has a couple questions for you guys, and they want you guys to weigh in, and that might speak to what you guys It might. Say. Yeah, here we okay. go. Hi, Joe, Adam, and Lori. Thanks for a great season. I've loved listening. I have two things I want to hear you comment on as we've all just seen the finale. First, do you think that this show is more satisfying if it's rebranded as RuPaul's Drag Race Redemption rather than All-Stars? I think having contestants who went home so early in their original season makes it feel more like they're getting a second chance to show how they've grown rather than being compared to Alaska, Trixie, Shea Coulee, who have really grown dynamically and created careers outside of the show. I think Eureka is actually the only contestant who can be compared to them because of her success on HBO. So I'd love to hear you think about that. All right. So I think we kind of talked about this, but did you want to add to that, Salandra? Yeah, I want it to, I want both. I want Drag Race Redemption because this was so interesting. But I want Drag Race fan favorites where we're bringing back Alyssa and all those people. Someone I saw earlier in the chat said, villains. Yes, yes, yes. I would love it. So let's start chopping them up real nitty gritty 
Also, we could just like not really care what the title is and just bring girls back. But I think it would be interesting to do it like that as well. Lori Rodkamp, anything else to add to that? I feel like you're literally just explaining what the show is, which is just bringing girls back. I I, I think that getting then hung up the on the show, definition bring back my of, girls. What? Then just call the show Bring Back My Girls. Exactly. But what does it matter what the show name is? I think that you're getting hung up on on some arbitrary definition of what all-star means. And I, I think that, that that, to me, is just like, it can be, the season can be whatever it wants to be. This was obviously know. a season of, re- of redemption. redemption. Last, you know, last season could have been something else, but it doesn't have, every season doesn't have to be the same thing every time. Well, I don't know why you're so mad. I know. But I was going to say, this is a person guys. who, like, if somebody misspells her name, she, <laughs> like, has a <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what the big deal is. All right. Okay. I'm very heated uh, about this topic. What was the second question? Here we go. We're going to get And to also, it. I think, of course, a big reason why queens come back is to change their perception of the audience about them. And who do you think from this cast was well served by coming back? And who maybe should have sat this one out? I think, for instance, Raja O'Hara and Silky have greatly improved their reputation with the fans. Whereas I think Trinity K Bonet and Pandora box might've taken a hit. So just two things to think about again. Thanks so much for a great season and can't wait to hear your thoughts on the finale. All right. So you guys, what, what do you guys think? Who Adam, who was well-served and who? Um, I, I absolutely agree <laughs> with this gentleman's first comments. Kylie, even before the win, Kylie, big time. Adam, Raja. Adam, like open mouth gaped <laughs> at some point. So I'm, I, I'm shocked by the end, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Kylie, Raja, and Silky on because that one episode absolutely are the ones that were like, "Oh, you redeemed yourself," and they needed redeeming specifically. I'm shocked to say Trinity took a hit because who was uh, thinking about Trinity that much these days? When I guess she was Eeyore. But I think people had a lot of respect for the talent, so I wouldn't say that. Honestly, who I would say took a hit, although we have one of us here who would disagree, uh, is Jan. I saw people obsessed with Jan last season, and uh, everyone seemed to turn against her for some reason this season, except yeah. for Lori. Lori, did you want to weigh in on this? And that's uh, not a fact. Yes, joke. I, I think that um, I think the people, obviously, the top four. Uh, for the most part, I think actually Ginger should have t- taken this time out because oh. I feel like she kind of did herself a disservice because there, there was so much sympathy for her for all stars too. And I think she came in here and Joe famously, uh, as we all know, did a pre recording nope. where he thought that Kylie Sonique love was going to win. Cause he thought they were just going to hand it to her. And, um, wait, 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 who won? Kylie Sonique love. No, but no, but Lori, who won? Not Ginger. What, not what was the name of the guessed. winner? What was the name the, of the winner? Not the one that you picked. No, but I want you to na- say the name of the winner. <laughs> not not the one that you thought was going to win. That's for sure. Well, I'll find it. And then uh, this boy, will you sound hilarious later? So, uh, so yeah. So I think Ginger should have kept it out. I, I, I agree in some aspects about Trinity because I feel like <clears> – <throat> You know, I think she rocked it with Beyonce, but I think her, she just kind of solidified her workroom, you know, I or depression (laughs) character. Um, Serena Chacha, I felt like, you know, she kind of farted out and just sort of like 
didn't really bring anything and just sort of just, you know, solidified that she was not, she's not, you know, worthy of coming back ever again. Uh, Silky, I felt like in just one episode, which is pretty, pretty freaking legendary, completely redeemed herself from even this last, this all stars, you know, she came in and she was sort of very pensive. And then just this one episode, boom. I agree with Jan, but simply because I feel like they brought her back to just fuck with her mentally. I don't think they ever, they ever meant to, to give her any kind of recognition. I think they legitimately were like, let's see if we can fuck with Jan some more. Um, um yeah. All right. Well, one of the things I mentioned really quickly uh, before we go is that Ginger called herself on the main stage one of the biggest legends from the show, which was – Salandry, you're nodding. Did you have thoughts on that? It was really weird, don't you think? I thought it was wild. Now, she said, as you said it yourself, and, and yeah. Rue did say it first, yeah. you're one of the biggest stars from the franchise. But I was like, for you to – because even I, I thought, is she like – to me, in, in my own world, yeah, she's up there because she's a name we all know, but like – that was a long time ago, and I wouldn't think of her as a fan favorite. So it was a little rocky when Rue said it for Ginger to then say, you said it. Now, she, it was a fight for herself. So I, if Rue said it, I would bring it up and remind them. I'll give her that. But I thought it was questionable and sort of shocking. Yeah, it was sort of weird. Uh, Shea Coulee's appearance. What did you think of that, Lori? I thought it was nice. Yeah. Salandra? Uh, a very robot, which uh, didn't make sense to me, but I think she actually released uh, her own music video today that was that look, and I think oh, that's why. Okay. Oh, that makes oh sense. that's why. Um, and then just a final note on the lip sync. You know, um, I noticed that Ginger and Eureka took a sort of silly take on it, and I was thinking, I was like, maybe the a case or someone will prove me wrong, but I think most of the time the winners, when they're like, silliness will win a challenge. You know, lip sync, but I don't think silliness wins the crown. I don't think I you're going to win the crown with a silly performance. And they were taking sort of a silly route with it. Not that that ultimately would have changed things, but like, it, I don't think I can think of a time where uh, a person took a silly take on a number and won the show, won the title. Well, I also think that. Go ahead. It's also weird because Eureka just literally won a lip sync. By doing the most dramatic representation of that song possible. Uh-huh. So you would think she would say, okay, I want to kind of keep that going. And she just kind of went totally the opposite. So I thought that was weird. Yeah. Well, there was a part where she did reference the crown right there in front of her. So, all yeah. right. Well, we're, I'm going to leave it there. Adam, you said everything you have to say about the season and more. You're done. Everything, all notes have been said. All your th- thoughts have been said. Um, the only thing we have to mention is that Kylie Sonic Love, our winner, tripped over her skirt and yes. somersaulted into the win. Yes, true. Very good point. Blessed. <laughs> um, everything else, you know, uh, I'm going to keep in my heart for this season and maybe I'll see y'all again. Lori, I, I, uh, uh, I'm hesitant to ask this, but did you have any final thoughts on this uh, season? Have you given it all out? Um, I wrote a seven-page treatise on uh, what well, I be, think. Be like Ginger and cut yeah. that down to a few lines. Yeah. Sugar, sugar, lemonade. <laughs> uh, so, no, I actually – I legitimately like this season. I think that it uh, – everybody here, I felt like, for the most part, was doing pretty good. I, 
for the most part, I felt like the people who were eliminated, it was sort of like a difference of like one thing. I don't think there was anybody who was really lacking. And, um, you know, I, I genuinely, yeah, I love, I love the season. I was frustrated in the beginning, but I'm glad, uh, Kylie won. I will say when Raja said that this is the last time she'll be on the show, I was a little sad. Cause I was like, I wonder if, if those Queens will be on the show, you know, ever again, she'll be back. They'll be back in some way. All right, well, that's going to do it for this season of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Be sure to join us next time as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Special thanks to Drew Brooks for compiling all the looks for us and to Luke Stamen for producing the show. So, for Adam Salandra, Lori Rockingcamp, and myself, sashay away. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Rockenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I, the letter U L I A R. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters Agnesia Chopinska. April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Coco San Pedro, Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Jimmy Kilmasa, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nutella, Nicholas Alexander Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu, Spiral Queen, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, and Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.